men and women are foregoing the 9 to 5 jobs introduced during the industrial age as they embrace new technologies within the digital revolution. And these two chaps are here to help. Welcome to the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, the show about mindfulness and entrepreneurship in the digital economy. With your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Earphones at the ready. To be fair, if they're not in yet, you're a bit too late. <laughs> Welcome to Powerful Nonsense. Somebody's like fumbling around <laughs> trying to get their earphones in. <laughs> no, I don't want to miss this first bit <laughs> where they blow about stuff. I'm missing, I'm missing the music. <laughs> it's all I tune in for, it's the music. It's Powerful Nonsense time, guys, with your two jolly hosts. Jolly. Jolly hosts. The Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Wayne Ingram, actor. Extraordinaire. Extra, you always have to throw extraordinaire on the end. Just to make you feel good. <laughs> and I am Jem Yildiz. Wayne, say something amazing about The me. Turkish delight. There we go. That's what I I'll want take to that. say. <laughs> <laughs> we are your friendly neighbourhood podcast hosts. <laughs> Sounds a bit creepy. <laughs> Taking you through... The motions. The motions. <laughs> <laughs> Helping you to use up that dead time. <laughs> yeah. Filling you with joy and advice and podcast goodness. Yep. So we're going to talk today about entrepreneurial slumps. Or those lows. Those, the, those low moments. Yeah, the troughs in the peaks and the troughs. Which do happen quite regularly. Yeah, probably weekly, maybe even daily. Oh, you're not really selling the whole entrepreneurship thing. I know, right? but, you know, it's not all... What's the phrase? It's sort of... It does not smell of roses, I don't know. Something uh, like that. Uh, grass is always great, no? No, <laughs> don't worry about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has any sort of statement that we can put in there, please send over, we need to fill that in. <laughs> but no, they do happen regularly, mm-hmm. because it's a tough, tough journey on the old entrepreneurial journey, and... We want to kind of discuss some of the slumps you might be dealing with and maybe talk about ways that you might be able to deal with them. Yeah, I think as well, like, the longer you are in the game, I think you can... I like that I said that. The more you're in the game. <laughs> See, you know, I've been in this game for a while now. No, but the, tr- the truth is, like, at the beginning, they come thick and fast. Like, every, uh-huh. they're way more common. I think... The more you kind of get used to them, the more you can actually see when they're coming. I think you start to develop this sort of thick skin where you say, okay, I'm just feeling this way now and it's going to pass. I'm going to feel great in an hour. If I have a nap and I, or if I go and have a little meditation, then it's it'll go away. I'll kind of reframe it. I think you do get way more efficient. But I think obviously, like a lot of the big entrepreneurs who've made it big time, they say like, those those lows become just bigger but you you get better at managing them so the small ones disappear and then it's bigger problems but then you've got it's, it's all development like we mm. say like it's the more you overcome them the more you can just you develop as a person they no longer hurt you as much you kind of build that thick skin to get over them mm-hmm. and um yeah but starting out they do come thick and fast and so we're going to sort of talk about a few few ones to look out for that kind of are very common ones especially when you're starting out and just how to sort of overcome them and mm-hmm. and use them as sort of like a training ground every time they come um, take action on what we're going to tell you today and you'll just get way more efficient at just carrying on and like we say it's with entrepreneurship is about how long you stay in the game and actually that consistency is what really matters and so it's vital that you don't let those lows knock you to your knees and you, you stay up really mm-hmm. so really I think um and it's something we talk about all the time um, to kind of avoid 
the slumps as much as possible is really making sure that you've covered your needs. Uh-huh. Really, because the slumps are going to come faster and harder when you are struggling. Uh, because when you're in a place of scarcity, let's say, it's more of a, oh my God, why is it not working? I need it to work. I need it to work. I need it to work. And you're acting out of fear all of the time. It's always a... You're, you're reacting rather than than sort of planning and acting out of um, abundance and all that sort of stuff. What you're saying here is sort of... You're talking, when you say needs, you talk, you're talking about like your basic needs, yeah, right? Yeah, so we're talking about your rent. We're talking about your food. We're talking about and all that sort of stuff. And, and, you know, making sure that you've got good, strong relationships with friends and family. So we're talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs here, basically. And we, we need to make sure that the bottom layer, or maybe even the bottom two layers, are at least in a really good position before you kind of even worry about anything else yeah I think um, I think initially for a new entrepreneur I mean a lot of the time we always say like keep that day job keep that security because I think money seems to be one of these things that for a lot of people is sort of like your emotional stability so if, if things are going well you've got money in the bank you're definitely a lot more stable and you can deal with these lows and I think the problem is is that a lot of us are trained to sort of um, have too much too much sort of our emotions connected to the money we have it kind of is our security blanket it makes us feel safe for some reason and I think when you're starting out and maybe you you decide to go less hours on your job so you can work on your business and suddenly it's not getting the results initially I think a lot of a lot of fear starts to creep up and I think um that's why a lot of what um Anthony Robbins says about having these sort of buckets and I think as an entrepreneur, I know for myself at the beginning, I used to be really afraid. I used to be saying to myself, oh, no, I'm going to have to get a job. I used to look for jobs online just to think, oh, if, if worse comes to worse, I, I need to get that job. And as I started being more um, learning how to manage my money, I managed to fill up that bucket of making sure that I've got six six months of um, basically uh, all those sort of, as you say, those needs, your food, your rent, etc., covered so that worse comes to worse, I've got six months now to adjust the course so that it's back up again and I think Mm -hmm. when you're starting out you might not have that available and that's what can actually cause some of the lows because you feel unstable and I think when when that baseline that money isn't covered Mm -hmm. I think your emotions can rock side to side a lot of people tie a lot of that um their money mentality to their actual mm-hmm. personal wealth and, and their personal yeah their worth as a person and that can be super destructive as well because suddenly you think I'm not making money and so you start feeling worthless and then you'll stop focusing on your business and you've gone very I mean it's very sort of I mean you could say it's quite ego driven because you're kind of focusing on you and how you're not being covered rather than the thing that actually matters is how much you're actually serving the people who you're making the business for mm-hmm. and so it's a massive it's a, it causes a lot of issues there because there's a lot of different tension from both sides. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I mean, I think it's easy for people of our age to kind of say, you know, oh, you know, get try and get six months worth of of stuff ahead of time because we've got less responsibilities and all that sort of stuff. Um, what would you say to someone that has got huge amounts of responsibility? Um, so they, let's say they have got several kids, for example. Mm. They might not even be young, uh, old, mm. uh, or older, rather. Um, they could be, you know, I know people our age that have got three or four kids already. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot harder for them because they've got to deal with that sort of stuff. Putting you on the spot a little bit, I know. I can see the fear in your eyes as I'm asking. Uh, but, no. but 
but I think it's something that kind of needs addressing because I know there are people in the audience that do have kids and they do have um, you know families to provide for and things what would you what would you suggest to them at the end of the day I think like if you're thinking about entrepreneurship or you're thinking about creating something that is super valuable for you obviously you've got these priorities you've got these things that need to be covered that's why we never say quit your day job because probably that's the thing that is covering your family and covering everything else but we've said it many times there are moments in your day where you can work on your business there are those extra hours that you can find from different places there is i think um like people say like when in terms of like what you're saying about savings what if you don't have that money to kind of put away but i think um if you read any books on money it's not about saying well will i have it i think it's actually making sure that number one you put money to the side for yourself Mm -hmm. like before you pay everything else and Mm -hmm by some sort of uh, who knows metaphysics or something happens but you end up spending your means I think a lot of people work backwards where they spend their money they pay all the bills and they say well what's left I'll put into saving and it's kind of it doesn't doesn't work that way you need to prioritise that you pay yourself and you you put some money away first and then you pay for everything else and that's in terms of the savings but ultimately yeah there's going to be struggles there's going to be difficulties but if you if you really feel that you're doing something that you feel is valuable you'll have to find that time you know it's not going to be easy and mm-hmm. keep an eye out for people who there are loads of entrepreneurs we hear on podcasts we listen to who have the full family who have uh, four kids uh, they've got a wife and got a big house and all that stuff they got paid for and they still manage to do it so it's kind of figuring out well okay Gem and Wayne might not they're young we're 26 20, uh, 25 26 26 just turned 26 <laughs> yeah we're both 26 so okay um, that's where they're at in their lives so maybe you can't, it's not worth modelling us because our lifestyle might be different to yours but there are definitely a lot of people out there who were probably in the circumstance that you may be with a big family and so how did they get over it and just figure out from them really mm. yeah and uh, oh, no, I had a really good point well that was a good know. one no because it was the age thing mm-hmm. I had a really good point a minute ago and I can't remember what it was it will come back to me I just sure. think yeah don't again age is not you, everyone's got their own issues at certain ages but it shouldn't be you shouldn't play on the fact that mm. there's age are you, is this is it going to come back or are you no I think it's gone I think it's gone it was a really good point as well I'm really upset with myself Oh, never mind. I'm sure the audience will let you off. Sorry, guys. Um, okay, so let's talk about relationships then, because family's come up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you think that the relationships with people um, can create or uh, prevent entrepreneurial slumps? I think... Um Ultimately, it's the people around you who you really need when you have that that, that low because I think, um, as I say, we've said before in podcasts where it's important to have like a, a good partner, a business partner, or surround yourself with other people who are kind of doing that journey on the same kind of journey as you because they know what it feels like. They know they've had that day when it felt low. So they, they're there when, when they're feeling good, they're likely to pick you up. But then if you've got, if you're having that massive low and you've got friends who are maybe still pursuing the nine to five and they think what you're doing is risky and dangerous and they don't quite understand why you're doing it, then in that moment of that low, if you surround yourself with them, then suddenly you might actually end up speaking yourself out of carrying on. And I think that's the bit where you have to be super careful. It's kind of, when you feel that low, you've got to get to the bit that can um, take you back out of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, um, I think it's Jim Rohn who says, like, he, he's got an audiobook that I listen to on motivation. He's like, um, people seem to only come back to this, to the book, when they actually um, want to re-motivate themselves. And he's like, well, actually, if you listen to it constantly, you stay on that level of being mm-hmm. motivated because it's always there. And I think 
you've got to know what are your devices or your 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 things that keep you perked up because mm. it's quite difficult otherwise because then you're yeah you've got to know the things that re-energize you and the things that actually in this moment so if I'm feeling like I'm having a really bad day of business do I go down the pub and suddenly you feel like oh shit and then that that, that spins the, the low onto the next day because you're hung over and so mm-hmm. it's a downward cycle but it's, it's again kind of being clear and knowing when they crop up and knowing the sort of antidote to those sort mm-hmm. of lows really and that could be through family friends or it could be acquaintances or people who like I said I think the most important one is those people that are on on your wavelength mm-hmm. those entrepreneurs who are doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and have, have been through what you're doing or maybe it's a mentor who picks you up because he knows what it's like to be or she knows what it's like to be mm-hmm. in that circumstance really so I remembered my point with regard to finances it came back to I thought it clicked because you kind of zoomed, 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 out, 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 zoomed out from what I was saying I was yeah. like I'm going to focus really hard yeah. on what uh, yeah, I'm that's say it. Next. I was going uh, it came back to me like 10 seconds into what you were saying I was like oh I know what it is and I was like right I have to remember what this was so um, with regard to managing your money mm-hmm. um, I've mentioned before the idea in terms of productivity of Parkinson's law which is a task will take as long as the time you allocate to it mm-hmm. and I think uh, your lifestyle is exactly the same your lifestyle will cost as much as you allocate to it. Mm-hmm. So allocate an amount to it and then put the rest aside. So go back to our minimal viable living episode. Work out exactly what your definite no negotiation costs are. Put that money aside from what you earn. Uh, give yourself a little bit of extra money just to enjoy your lifestyle um, a little bit. It doesn't even have to be all that much. And then put the rest away. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you don't put that rest away it will get spent mm-hmm. I've done it both ways and I definitely feel far more uh, prosperous making sure I put a massive chunk aside at the start of the month rather than at the end of the month well the way the way I do it and I mean you could try it out and, and someone told, one of my mentors told me this and I basically any money that is income that comes into my account 10% instantly goes into a freedom account mm-hmm. so that's I don't touch it it's 10% it's out of the way I don't see it the next bit is I, I put 40% into a tax account. And what's clever here is, at the moment, I'm not paying 40% tax bracket, but I just put 40% away. And so when a tax comes and I pay off my tax, I know it's no—it's not going to be currently nowhere near that 40% amount yet. And so the rest is just saved. So of my income, 50% is saved. And the rest that's left over, that's mine to play around with, to do whatever I want with, pay the bills, pay the rent. And I think, obviously, not everybody has the opportunity to do that, but I do think if you start with 5% into a freedom account or build it up over time, like you just have to start somewhere. And I, I don't mm. want to make this podcast too money management. No, but so. I think it's important too because mm-hmm. really to cover some of your basic needs, managing money is incredibly important. And if you can if you can ace that, it makes the rest so mm-hmm. much easier. I think it's, it's just one of those things that the early days of entrepreneurship is the thing that kind of can throw you off quite a mm-hmm. lot. So yeah, you have to definitely get that sorted. Mm-hmm. I want to go back as well to the fact that you you, you use the example of, of kind of going to the pub and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it just kind of made me think that if you're on the entrepreneurial journey and you're having the entrepreneurial slump, just remember that you have the privilege of not having to live for the weekends. If you look at so many people working the nine to five, they live for the weekend. They usually go out the Saturday night and that's the highlight of their week. They get to go out, let their hair down, go out Saturday night, get absolutely smashed and then the Sunday, the other day off that they have of their seven days is spent with a massive hangover. So they hate that day and then they're dreading the next day. So for all of their entire week, they probably spend about six hours being like, yeah, this is amazing. 
amazing. Whereas if you're on the entrepreneurial journey, yes, you've got the the lows, but you also have far more frequent highs. So use those that opportunity to spend the time with the people that you want to spend time with, the people that you care about, and the people that are going to make you feel better. They they say, I think it might have been a Jim Rohn one. Might be Jim Rohn, might be Tony Robbins, I'm not sure who. Uh, but you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I think everybody says it. <laughs> I, I think it came, it came from. I think it came from Jim Rohn. Maybe it might not be Jim or Rohn. But Dale whoever it Carnegie was, even it, maybe it came from someone specific. But it's become a cliche now. Yeah. Um, but it's a cliche for a reason because if you spend time with positive people that uh, uplift you, then it's going to kind of leak into the rest of your your lifestyle. Um, one thing I, I think is probably other than the whole money thing, this one is probably no, it is a hundred percent. I I know it is, is um, is connected with your why. I know Simon Sinek wrote the book mm-hmm. about know your why and why it's so important. But I think a lot of the time when you're having this low, it's kind of, and this goes back to the money is be, is you 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 only feel really shitty when you're focusing on yourself. Like mm-hmm. you cannot feel shitty when you're focusing on other people and helping yeah. other people. It's just impossible. And I think when you're worrying about money, that's you saying, oh, I'm worried that I'm not going to have enough food or I'm not going to have enough this and I'm not going to have enough that. Whereas if, like you say, if we go back to the, the example of the family, if you go back and say, oh, well, I'm doing my business, it's not going as well. And then if you look your daughter or your son in the eyes and say, you know what, I'm, I'm doing this for you. I want this business to be a success because I want you to have the life that I want you to have. Mm fire comes out of somewhere suddenly fire has been lit because you've gone back to the why or maybe you you get on a call with somebody who if we, if we spoke to someone who listened to the podcast and I'm like you know what, guys I really appreciate you doing this because it's helped me with this it's helped me with that the fire in my belly is going to be huge because I'm like wow if I can do that for you I must be able to do that for somebody else mm-hmm. and I think that's what happens so often is that you're in this zone where you've just focusing all on yourself you become quite ego driven in a way and you, you're so into yeah how you feel that you're forgetting the reason why you're doing it in the first place mm-hmm. and business is all about serving others you get paid yeah, for the, you get paid for the, the value delivered to other people and so really reconnecting with the reason mm-hmm. why you maybe started in the first place mm-hmm. is is the thing that's actually gonna fire you back up and is so powerful yeah and actually i think of um my production company we went and did some workshops with some school kids sort of aged nine and ten which really isn't the market that we'd served to but we'd been asked to do it and we thought yeah okay yeah it'll be fun to do why not um and they're paying us to do it so yeah let's do it um and that that was the fateful day i got the uh <coughs> the penalty fair <coughs> um but we got an email back from it uh saying how much the kids and all the teachers really enjoyed it and they were really energetic for it and it, it just really the the positivity that we got from it was just incredible and it was it was the email was written in such a touching way and it was like you know the kids are feeling really inspired you've really inspired them you've even inspired the teachers um that were watching the way that you were interacting with the kids and it was great and and now it's kind of a thing where it's like wow like it reconnect. It kind of reconnected that why it's like, yeah, the reason you're doing this is to empower young creatives and do all that sort of stuff, and so now it's something that it's like it's something we would have ruled out before, but now it's like, well, actually, if that gig comes up again, we're definitely doing it. Like, no, mm-hmm. no question. Yeah, and I think um, another thing you should definitely consider as well is just think about. I think again, going back to that point there, the why is also just stepping back and 
thinking how privileged you are to have this option mm. this you have you are privileged to have an opportunity to create something a lot of people didn't have this technology that we have now to speak to everybody across the world who could potentially listen to this podcast and I think when you I mean I know a lot of like um, if you look at a lot of um, business coaches they fly people out to like really I don't know like second world countries where they kind of get you volunteering with orphans or they get you doing these things and they do that because it shatters your current reality Mm -hmm. because you're so like up your own ass that you think that oh um, I've got it bad oh my business ain't working or things are going wrong for me and then you go see someone who's still struggling to get water and suddenly you're like fuck my problems are nowhere near their problems I'm so privileged so grateful that I have the opportunity to do what I'm doing and again that just shatters that whole ego of saying oh the, um, oh, things aren't working out or you're feeling low you say fuck I've got this opportunity I need to grab it with both hands and so that's another good thing and like you say you could do that through volunteering maybe you go and volunteer for a little while just to reconnect with that giving side of you and that helps you connect reconnect it again with the why mm-hmm. and then you're likely to get that energy back again yeah definitely um, there was another I had another point that's gone I don't know what's wrong your with brain that. is just right, like farting today Siv today Siv today um, but I did want to talk about um, one other thing which I, I know I've definitely dealt with in the past is the amount of pressure that you put on yourself I think can usually be a huge creator of some some entrepreneurial slumps. I know that you've experienced it in the past where you've been like, you know, am I doing enough? And particularly in the early days, mm-hmm. I know I've definitely dealt with it. I think I spent the first two years dealing with it um, because I put so much pressure on myself. I didn't want to let people down. I wanted to prove people wrong that thought I couldn't do it or the bullies that dealt like bullied me at school I wanted to prove them wrong I wanted to say a big fuck you to them um, you know and I think that can really cause a lot of issues particularly when you start you know looking at the other people that haven't put so much pressure on themselves and you're working your ass off and you're looking at other people and you're going why are they doing so well they don't work half as hard as I do and blah 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 um and I think it's just so easy to fall into that trap. And I think really you just have to embrace the fact that this is your journey. It's not anybody else's journey. Um, and actually, a lot of people don't care about what you're doing half as much as you think that they do. Um, even if you're not an egotistical person, you see the world through your own eyes. You see it from your point of view. Um, and, and so everything is going to be bigger when it's about you. But just think about the fact that to many people you're like an extra you're a background character to some people's lives or you're a supporting character in their film like if their sto- it's their story you're the- you're probably in like two or three scenes in the entire two hour movie for them um, whereas for you you're in every single scene of the movie so the perspective for you is is incredible so I think you just have to kind of again kind of take that step back and just look at things and go okay I know I'm working hard and I know I am moving forward. I might not be moving forward as quickly as I hoped, but I'm moving forward and that's important. And and also remember, we've developed this society now where the whole media is all obsessed with these overnight success bollocks and it doesn't happen. Overnight successes do not happen other than the lottery. (laughs) I think that's the only exception. And even then, are they a success? They've just got lots and lots of money. That doesn't make their life a success by any stretch of the imagination. It all comes from hard work. It all comes from graft. You look at any really successful, famous person, 
I would say 90% of them, 90% have had to work their asses off to get where they are. And there'll be a small, hand-picked few that do get, quote-unquote, lucky. Um, but then if you, even if you break it down, they're probably not all that lucky. They've probably just cashed in on connections that they have. Um and and how long do those successes last for? Are they short lived? A lot of them are. Yeah, I think we've we've spoke about it in a previous episode. Like, just don't fall into that comparison trap. It's not productive. It's not going to help you out. And I think if you are feeling overwhelmed or you are feeling stressed out, or you're doing too much, it's probably that you're doing the shit that doesn't matter. You're probably just focusing mm-hmm. on the stuff that isn't actually going to get you there. It's like a lot of new entrepreneurs. You focus on the fluff. Me and Wayne have been focusing on the fluff for ages, and we're like, fucking, we need to take this up another gear and it's kind of maybe that's where you need those mentors and you need those coaches who are going to actually focus you on the things that really need to get done and you'll probably have more free time because not more free time but you'll have more time available and you won't feel less pressure because you're actually doing the stuff that does push the needle forward not the stuff that just feels like it's going to mm-hmm. and that's the difference really yeah definitely is there um, anything else that we need to touch on I'm not too sure. I think that's there's sort of the main. I feel like that we've mainly covered it all. I th- I think that is most of it, and I think, yeah, I think you just gotta be comfortable that these these things are gonna happen. They're gonna crop up, and yeah, you just gotta understand and learn your set, learn those tools to kind mm-hmm. of just see when they're there and get over them. Really, mm-hmm. there's your dose. I love. I keep using that phrase, dose. Oh, never mind. It's only on a weekly I need a, basis. I need a, <laughs> People probably forget. I need a new phrase. Dose. <laughs> so, those are some ideas on how to avoid those slump days, which we all have. They're tough, but you can get through them. Yeah. Sound like a cheesy therapist there. You are a cheesy therapist. <laughs> My name's Wayne, and I have addictions to entrepreneurial slumps. <laughs> Sounds like a marshmallow sweet. <laughs> entrepreneurial slump. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We need those reviews. They keep us on top of the iTunes charts, and it helps get more people listening, which means that we produce better shows and more shows, and provide as much value as we can for you guys, which is what everybody wants. It's a win-win situation. So head on over to iTunes leave a five star or more review so basically five stars and we will love you forever also head on over to twitter get chatting to us at pn underscore podcast send us a tweet we may even tweet back <laughs> especially if you're having a low day you tweet us yeah we'll pick you up what's your slump mm-hmm. what are you dealing with and like i said i think the main thing I think I really want you guys to get out of this is just to really understand that these slumps are what build you. Like they say, if you don't if you don't experience that pain, you're not going to experience the gain. And so every single time you go through one of these slumps, you've just made yourself stronger as an entrepreneur. And then you're going to be able to share that experience with somebody else who's had a slump and you're going to be able to empower them. So I think it's it's amazing thing to actually to work yourself through them they'll get easier and as you grow you're going to have bigger bigger problems to deal with but each time you're, you're developing yourself way more as a person wise words Mr Yildiz wise words thank you and on that bombshell what is, what is up with the voice this, the, this is the outro voice it is okay you've ruined it now Gem you've ruined it carry on I'm going to leave <laughs> thanks for listening guys we really appreciate it we appreciate you 
and we will see you next week 7am check out um, as I say if we mention any sort of um, reference anything in this episode they'll be on the blog calvinonsus.com so yeah check out the show notes we'll link everything up see you soon toodles toodles